Welcome. Um, do you do any? Is this your second interview? Third interview. So what was the first one? Second one? Tell me. So the first one was the group interview. Okay. With all the other candidates with Anita and Joshua. Okay. So after that was I had a one-on-one -on -one interview with Joshua. Okay. And how did that go? Great, great. Uh, the group interview really surprised me. You know, like caught me off guard. Uh, never done a lot of interviews over the last year. Never ever had anything like that. But I really liked it. It was a new experience. Uh, I, I could see what the company was trying to achieve. So I really liked that a lot. Okay, great. And now you're here. Yeah. Why did they tell you you're having a third interview? Sorry? Why did they tell you you're having a third interview? Uh, so that you could get to know me better. Okay. But I don't have an interview with everyone I see. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone within. You're the only one I'm actually interviewing one-to-one. -one. Okay. Did they say why? Yeah. Okay. The reason is that I'm, I'm the sales person who teaches you. you, you be, I didn't want to say guru, but you'll be the one who'll be working for me directly. Okay, do you, have you done any research on the company? Yeah. Tell me. So you started the company in 2009. Mm -hmm. It was a sales and marketing agency and you guys have been growing like tremendous every year and year. Now you started a hospitality branch a couple of years ago and now you're one of the best consultants in that. You do recruitment and you do a little bit of public relations. So you have two offices here and you have uh, I think around four offices around the world, Abu Dhabi, London and Hong Kong, if I'm not correct. And yeah, that's pretty much. So why did you apply for this job? Well, well, starting off, I applied to the job because of the hospitality division. I really find it interesting because, you know, okay. for me, uh, in Dubai, hospitality is like the biggest industry now. You know, tourism used to be that, but like hospitality is the new tourism. So for me to have the learning experience to work in a company that is one of the best consultants, like I said, in the hospitality and you know, food industry. So I thought it would be a great place for me to work. And also, like, when I was doing my research uh, on the company and social media and stuff, I could really see that a place like this, they really value the people. And the culture was very, as a family. So. Did you do any research on me? Yeah. And what did you find out? Well, like I said, you're a sales guru. Um, you're an author philanthropist. Uh, what I really was going through your main Instagram, I really like your motivational stuff, the kind of post that you put on the podcast you also do. That's why it's a great setup here. Um, yeah, I think that's right. Okay. So, um, how old are you? I'm 21. 21. But you've had lots of experience in sales and you've been a C lead consultant. Yeah. Group. What do they do? So, a consultancy firm. They're based in Scotland, but their operations are kind of around London. So, I had a three month project, three to four month project with the team as lead consultant. So, initially, I was working with them of their non profit division. So they have a non-profit and a for-profit division. So I was working with like uh, non-profits and charities in the UK that were affected by COVID because you know they were they had to change the transition. And then in October, November, uh, they came to me and they wanted me to run lead consultant on a client in Dubai. Uh, the client's and they started a new venture, like a lifestyle membership program. So they wanted us to work on that work with the team. And this is a three-month project. So, yeah. And how did you do? Yeah, we did quite good. The client was very, very happy with us. Um, I think I think we did quite good. Couldn't you have worked so now you're here? Uh, no. So they're kind of I would say they have a couple of uh, divisions. So the main thing is uh, basically they do furniture. So they started off as furniture, but now they're in IT, they're in real estate, uh, I think cybersecurity. So none of the divisions really like interesting. So 
So what brought you here? If you've been here before, then you went to, you've been here before, right? You've been in Dubai before, and then you went to London. Okay. Right. So you live with your family? Yes. Okay. Tell me about your childhood. How many of you are there? Tell me about your family. So I'm the only child. Uh, both my parents, they were raised in India. Uh, my dad worked in Saudi Arabia for a couple of years. So I was technically born and brought up in Saudi Arabia mm -hmm. uh, until I was 10. And then we made the switch to Dubai. I did my schooling in the Muslim school. I'm not sure if you've heard it. Mm -hmm. It's yes, with Sharjah. Uh, but then most of my, I did my entire schooling there. Uh, I, I could say I was a very sporty person, you know. When I was very young, I was very much in sports. You still are young. A little bit, <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, I used to play a lot of sports, you know. I used to do track, I used to play football, I used to play cricket. Um, did a bit of gaming also, I enjoyed playing this thing. Uh, Why are your parents? Are they um, employees or are they entrepreneurs? Or? My dad uh, is an employee. He works, uh, he works in an oil and gas company. His multiples are seven dollars, I think, just a bit down there. Uh, my mom used to be a teacher, uh, mm -hmm. but she retired like a few years ago. Okay. So what examples have you learned from them when it comes to work? My biggest example has to, I mean, biggest, uh, yeah, has to be my father. So my father came from a very, very low upbringing. He was kind of in the slums in Mumbai in India. So to see him succeed and put in his best, you know, since college, he was working since college, and the amount of effort that he goes and providing for this family. So that kind of persistence, you could say, is what I've always looked up to my father. Good. Well done. And he paid for your education in London and everything. Yeah. That's amazing. amazing. Exactly. Congratulations to them both. Thank you. So tell me, you telephoned companies as a lease consultant and, and told them in a very short period of time what Group D did. So tell me, what, how did you, if you contacted me okay. on the phone to sell me the Wednesday group, what would you say? That I'm not sure. mm -hmm. Right, so my first pitch would be, before I even call you, would be completely knowing you in and out, like completely. You as a person, your company, what they do each and every single thing. Uh, I would try to find a place or a problem, not even a problem, any viewpoint of where I think I could come and give you my expertise. So I could think I could solve problem X. I think, you know, your X could be even better, it could be more diverse. Could be okay, let's do a role play. So, yeah, we're okay. okay. Yeah. So uh, well, thank you so much for coming here. So, um, you're only 21. What are you going to teach me? Uh, what makes you an expert in anything? I don't. Uh, I can't say I'm an expert in anything. I'm, like you said, I'm 21. Uh, I'm learning as I grow. But even though I'm not an expert, I can do say I do have a good track record for someone of my age. I do have the skills. I do have the drive that a lot of people want. But you're going to charge me for your services. So I can teach you. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, it's a role play. Oh, it's, role it's a role play. play. It's a role play. Right, right. So you're selling me the Wednesday group, and I'm a prospect, right? You come to see me, pitch me. What does the Wednesday group do? Group can make your life easier. How? That's the one thing. You don't have to go and look at other problems or other ways where that will take time away from your daily work, you know? The okay. Goals. We're going to be on the backside looking at all your problems from revenue to marketing and see where the biggest bank for your can be. What makes the Wednesday group so special? 
because we have a huge uh, lineup and a great team of individuals who are completely experienced in each and every field from finance to marketing, in each and every industry, and they are completely, and we have great data analysts that are going through each and every trend that's going on right now. So anything that we think that can help you, and any second that pops up before it even blows up, we'll make sure that you know about it. So, obviously you're not the guy who's going to consult me because you're only young, right? So, what happens if I sign up with you? You get, well, the biggest thing I can say that you can have is someone who's young and being a marketing agency is you're going to have completely insights into how Generation B works. You know, most people always try to focus on millennials or, uh, well, you could say late boomers. What's Generation Z? Generation Z is uh, people who have been born after 1997. Okay. So, my age group. Okay. Ooh. They're going to be, in the next five to six years, they're going to be one of the highest, they're going to be the ones who are going to be earning, they're going to be ones in the main workforce is going to be dominated by them. Mm -hmm. So getting an early lead on, understanding the culture, understanding the demographic, understanding what they like. Sounds very expensive. It's expensive now, but in the future it's going to be extremely profitable. So you're expensive then? Yes, we're expensive. Okay, well I can't afford it. Well, you might not afford it, but there's an opportunity cost associated with it. Well, you, don't have to, you don't have to pack the whole package, right? So we can go on pro bono basis. If you think What's the pro bono basis? Pro bono basis basically when I come and work for you for free technically. Uh, I help you improve your operations and you pay me. group do that, do they? Yeah, the non-profit was completely pro bono. So you come into my company, you personally as a lead consultant. You go through my business and you find out what the pro. How long would this take? Um, this due diligence that you're going to do? Giving us a position or like completely from like pro bono. Pro bono probably take us two weeks. And then what if you decide that there's not enough money in it for you? That's what we're doing. Pro bono. It's about. It's not about the money. Then you implement the changes inside. How does your company? How do you get paid? Uh, the client pays us. The yeah. Pays the company. And the company pays us. Yeah, but if it's pro bono, I'm not paying you anything. Uh, then we don't get paid. The client. I mean, the company pays it from their own pockets. For them, it's what, about are you charity? getting a reputation. We are technically a charity. So how do they earn their money? So they have for profit and a non-profit, non-profits for non-profits and charities. So how long would you keep doing a pro bono for me? A year? Six months? No, we do it for six months, maybe less than six months, show you our effort of what we can help you achieve. If you don't like us, we'll call them good terms. And how many of you pro bono clients do you have, Walt, you know, in the UK? Uh, as of now, I think we've done over 80 to 90 projects already. And how many staff do you have? Uh, around 50. 50 staff. So tell me, um, layman terms, in 60 seconds, why I should do business with the group? You should do business for us because we can completely change what you can do. You can improve your operations from inside and out, find out trends and patterns where you would not even have noticed, you wouldn't have the time to notice. 60 seconds. That was about 15 seconds. Anything else? What's the catch? Well, there isn't any catch. It's completely up to you. If you think your business is doing completely good on your own, if you think you're leading it better than we could. I think we're doing okay. Then I think then you're good on your own. Well, thank you very much. Bye-bye. No. Okay. Was that a good call? No. No, it wasn't. It was crap, actually, yeah. wasn't it? Because you didn't close me. Yeah. Right? And everybody you've never met before is going to say to you, they're doing okay. That's why did you deliver it beforehand?
that what due diligence too much is wrong. You know why? Because you form an opinion about my business before you, you even know it. You forming an opinion about my business based on what you, the BS I put online. And then when you, come into, when you come into my business and you're going to tell me what you think my problem is, you straight away alienate me. Because I'm thinking, you smart ass, you think you know my business, you know nothing. For me to trust you, how do I do that? Build a complete relationship with you. How? By communicating with you. How? I try to create, I try to... You ask loads of questions. I, I, I try to understand, yeah. You asked because that was your first interview. It wasn't the group interview. You asked loads of questions. Okay? Because if you haven't built trust and you say to me, I'm saying, no, I'm doing okay. Thank you. Goodbye. You never get a sale. Right? And then when you turn and say, you said, use words several times, we will find out things that you would not know. How does that make me feel? Patronizing me, right? Maybe I do know, I just don't have the time. That's why I said, you, you wouldn't have to use your time. So I wouldn't use that sentence. Right? I wouldn't use that sentence. You know, I'll lead into see. you probably know what your challenges are in your business. Yes, you may not have the time to focus on them, but we can come in and we may be able to help you is in these areas. Right? And from our experience, we managed to grow their business by 15%, at the same time save around 10% of their costs whilst offering a much happier and smoother service to them. Would that be of interest to you? You see what I'm saying? Make you money, save you money, give you better service. Possibly, I don't know. Would you be interested in talking to me? Would you? Yeah. Okay, before I can do that, I need to ask you like several questions. When you're in a meeting, who likes talking about who? They like talking about themselves, right? So you get them to talk about themselves, okay? So now the role play's ended. You selling yourself to me. Okay. I should sell myself to you. Well, you're here on an interview, right? Correct. Well, I can start by saying off. You're right. I am completely inexperienced. I don't have that much uh, professional Stop. And knowledge. Stop. Why did I just teach you? I'm not selling myself. How? Because I'm downplaying myself already. How do you sell yourself to me? How do we build relationships? Why did I just... You need someone... Ask me a question. Do you need someone who's a driven graduate? Yes. Who will 100% about you? Yes, I do. Do you want someone who will always have your back? Yes. Then I think I can be that kind of person which can, who can do much better than you. I've had people like you saying me the same thing before. You see? What's happened is, when a sale is happening, I sat in front of candidates who promised me the world. I sat in front of people, recruitment agencies, sales companies, hospitality, who always say, if you come to me, the grass is greener. But inside of me, there's fears, because I've heard it all before, just like you have, right? So how do we overcome that without them knowing? Do you understand? I think you're great. I think you're great. I think your upbringing is fantastic. I think you have great potential. Okay? My only fear is, that you're really green, you're really raw, and I've got to spend a lot of time teaching you. Okay, it's the speed of how fast you're ready to go out in the marketplace. If you go too early, you burn yourself. If you go too late, it's going to be a lot of drainage of my time and resources. That's my that's my fear.
so I can't hire you. Okay? So thank you so much for coming. Okay, thank you. Sit down. What shit sales was that? I just rejected you and you just accepted it. Well, I thought the role play was over. It was over. I didn't want to be disrespectful. What's respect? If you really believe in yourself, do you just walk out? Three interviews, just walk out? So what question do you ask me if you really want the job? Am I teaching you life's lessons here? 100%. You've done three interviews and you just walked out and you're going to go home, sit in the car and go, I don't know what happened then. It was going really well and he just terminated and sent me out the door. True? And he niggles you for a long, long time. Because you never asked. Well, my fear is you'll you really screw up my time. My fear is that I'll teach you so much, you'll be overwhelmed, and it'll take me six months to get you to where I want to be, and I've lost all my time, which is priceless of my age. What if I can say, um, much looking at past experience, you can see I've had way different roles. Not interested. What would I get from today? We all used to play for Man United, right? Not interested. My question to you, now, no role play. My question, do you really believe in yourself? I do. Okay. I mean, given the opportunity, um, no matter what the challenges are, I'm an extremely fast learner. And you, at the end of the I've heard this before. So let's say you start with me tomorrow. Okay. How are you going to show me you're a fast learner? What commitment are you going to give me? Instead of just bullshit words that every Tom, Dick and Harry has given me. I give you my 100%. Now, What's 100%? Yeah, but two weeks are going to go by. What are you going to do in the first day, second day, third day, fourth day? What am I going to see practically from you? Do you understand what I'm saying? It's just promises. I've never had a salesperson in front of me says, buy my crap. Nobody ever says, I'm the best, my product's the best thing, we're the best company. Everybody says that, right? So how are you unique? The companies be unique, right? How are you unique? Why hiring you could be the best thing I've ever done. How would you do it? You start today, tomorrow, nine o'clock, right? And we'll teach you. I'll teach you. So how are you going to show? What does that mean? You're going to go and eat McDonald's a lot? What does that mean? Tell me. I have the drive. I have the motivation. What does that mean? How would you do it? By showing you what I can How would you show it? Providing you with the results. What's providing? Do you know I'm really... You're probably sweating now the back, at your back, right? That's what I mean. I'll break you apart. If the roles were turned, you were Darish, and I was, you know what I would say? I won't come in at nine. I'll be here at seven o'clock. Okay? I'll be the last to leave. I'll read every single book that you recommend. On the back of it, I'll tie out what it is. I'll learn everything. I'll do role plays at home. I'll totally devote and dedicate my time to be the best salesperson you've never hired. I just need that opportunity. I know I'm young. I know I'm inexperienced. You've just shown to me that I hardly know anything. But I've been looking at your videos, I've been looking at it, and I really want to be an amazing salesperson. Give me that opportunity. Do you think I'll say no? Well, I would say no. So I said, okay, I'll take first rejection, I'll walk out. That's terrible sales, isn't it? You'll never get anywhere in life. True, or you won't reach your full potential.
If you work with me, you will achieve your full potential. But I need 500%. I want you to be totally no girlfriends, no socializing. For the first six weeks, you throw your heart and soul into this. And the rest of your life will be great. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to let you go. I want you to think about it. If you really want this, come back, book an appointment with me. For five minutes, show me through your heart. Not this, yeah, that this is for you. If I feel, because buying is a feeling process, it's an emotional process, I'll give you an opportunity. But if I feel it's too much head, and not enough heart, we walk, and I hope you learn something. Does that make sense? Okay, because when you come under my wing, you'll be like my son. And I'll give you some tough love. Okay, my son's 27, he's a multimillionaire. And he's got the toughest love ever. Okay? It won't be a holiday, it won't be a ride, an easy ride. It's your call. Yeah. Okay? I'll leave it to you. Done? Done. Thank you. Done. We are done. We are done. <laughs> but you missed something else. What did you miss? Are you learning, guys? What did you miss? I just gave you the hook. Okay? And I said to you, I'll wait for you to come back to me. And you just walked out. Yeah, I'll sit in the frigging coffee room and I'll come back to you in five minutes. Close me. I don't have to go to the coffee room. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'll go and sit in the reception, get my head together, I'll come and pitch you for five minutes, show you this is what I want. You go, okay, then I'll go home. Uh, wrong. When I came here ten years ago, I didn't have money to eat or drink. I couldn't walk out. I didn't have the privilege of a grosy home to go to. My question is, are you too spoiled? You're not hungry enough. Because I need to eat, you understand? I need to pay for my kids' school fees. I need to pay rent. Okay? So don't walk out the deal. You know what I say? Okay, then no problem. Are you free in the next half an hour, ten minutes, five minutes, two minutes? I'll come back. I want to do it from the heart. You're right. I'd use my head. I made them. I'm willing to learn. I'll show you how I can learn and improve. Do you understand? Can you do that? I'm not walking out anymore. Pardon? I'm not walking out anymore. So sit tall. Sit tall. Chest out. Confident. Why are you not going to walk out anymore? Because I don't have to think for two minutes or another day that I'm going to be here. Yes, do you see? I'll give you an exa exa example. There was a kid about 100 years ago, and he heard about Edison. He had no money. Okay, and he lived on the west coast and he robbed people, took money and took a train all the way to the east coast to be with Edison's company because Edison at the time was created, he's an in, uh, inventor and Edison said one day he opened the door, he opened the door and there was a kid, he was scruffy and everything else and he said, what do you want? He goes, I'm going to be your partner. He goes, I don't know what it was, was something in his eyes and made me think this kid's worth trying. For about 10 years, this kid worked with him as a salary. And he made his way up. And he gave him a loss-making opportunity. And he turned it around and he became Edison's partner. Okay? Because there was something in his soul Edison could see. Okay? I want to see that in your soul. Am I making sense? When you sit in front of the client, you know, you know what? I'm young. I know nothing about this industry. 
But one thing I do know, we have experts in the office who take care of you. But what I've seen is happy clients, clients that we've turned around. And I want you to see, have the same opportunity. Give us a try. You see the difference? People say, you're not pretending to be anything you're not. You're being honest, but you're passionate about something. Could you work for me under this pressure?